in the Potty Podcast Football. Today is November 1st, 2021, uh, the first Monday after the Week 8 season. And there were some games that were surprisingly close, uh, some that just kind of all over the place. And then the one that we kind of saw, the Titans and Colts being a barn burner that went into overtime, the only overtime game of the week. Uh, it, was a, it, was, it was actually a better game of football than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah, there was definitely better games. I mean, the uh, <laughs> uh, the Eagles. <laughs> who, who who didn't see that coming, right? Uh, Forty-one to zero or something insane. Forty-four to six. Uh, yeah, I took the yeah. Lions. Yeah. I mean, this was this was let's be let's call it what it is. This was Andy's week, right? This, this was, was the week. Andy had a good week. That 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 Andy's uh, uh, favorite quarterbacks of all time have uh, came out strong, and Michael White and Cooper Rush. Uh, told you so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you've been big on yeah, Cooper Rush and Mike White for my boys. Yeah, <laughs> Cooper Rush. Uh, yeah, wins the super. Wins, uh, wins the Super Bowl. Uh, wins the game. Wins his Super Bowl. Wins his Super Bowl. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, they're already trying to trade that dude for a first round pick. Again, mm. <laughs> uh, they're calling Saints. Want him? Want him? You see what he did? <laughs> uh, but yeah, he uh, he came out and dominated, and uh, you know, to me, proved. The Cowboys are like a legit Super Bowl team, right? Yeah. I mean, I hate to sound that way, but they they were able to beat the Vikings without Dak. That's that's impressive. And then nicked up Cooper for much of the game. Uh, yeah, they're they're beasts. They did lose, I think, a linebacker for the year. That sucks. Uh, Jabril Cox, right? Uh, so they had a few injuries. Uh, yeah. So I yeah, I know he's done. So let's go ahead and start with the Cowboys. Uh, okay. Cowboys at the Vikings. The Cowboys are getting two and a half points. The over under is fifty three. I took Vikings and over. I was feeling good about the Vikings. I still don't regret it. Um, you had Cowboys and over. The final score was twenty to sixteen. So you did win, but I didn't. I don't feel bad about I did. it. Dak Pres- Dak Prescott was out. Vikings have been playing good teams tough. They're just. They're that one tier below, like the Cowboys, the Bengals, um, you know, those kind of teams, the the Cardinals. Sure. They, they lost the Bengals, Cardinals, and Cowboys, but they played them all tough. So I still like, I still don't think the Vikings are good. They're just not that next tier. Uh, the Cowboys injuries. Teron Smith went out with an ankle injury. Jabril Cox, you're right, had an injury. Trevon Diggs uh, sprained his ankle. So stuff that can come back, and if it's a high ankle sprain, that's a big difference. But that's your starting left tackle in your best corner. Diggs is the most important of all that. Like, Diggs has got – I mean, even more so than Smith. I, mm. Smith's a Hall of Fame player, but Trevon Diggs is is the most important – one of the most important players on that team right now, I think. Yeah, could be right. Uh, this – so, Dak – they sat Dak for Cooper Rush, which is something we said. Cooper Rush had a pretty good team – or a pretty good game um, for Cooper Rush. Like you said, it was his – it was his Super Bowl, but uh, 24 for 40, so not the best completion percentage, but two touchdowns, one interception, and the Vikings are a tough defense. I mean, he he did better than Kirk Cousins, 23 for 35 and one touchdown, zero interceptions, um, and it's funny. It's 325 yards. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for yeah. a backup quarterback to throw 325, that's impressive. Uh, he did throw a pick, yeah. but a couple touchdowns, and uh, he just managed the game fairly well. Yeah, he did fumble. He did fumble. I forgot about that. He, it was a pretty hard hit though that caused that fumble. So I, I think a lot of quarterbacks would have probably fumbled that one. Yeah, but uh, and one of those touchdowns, security. one of those touchdowns was a seventy-three yard bomb to Cedric Wilson, which you know, that, yeah, that doesn't happen a lot. 
Uh, and another yeah, one was Amari the- Cooper just went up and got the ball. I mean, that was an impressive catch. He just caught it over the defender's head. But hey, Amari Cooper with 122 yards, CD Lamb with 112. Um, and then other than that one bomb by Cedric Wilson, that's really all that happened in the receiving game. And in the in the run game, neither side was really all that prolific. Uh, Zeke with 50 yards, Pollard with 26, and then on the other side, Dalvin Cook with 78. So it, you know what they were they were great when they needed to be though. Like Cooper, you're right, went up and got it, but that was also a really good uh, floater into the end zone for yeah. him. Uh, and then and then Zeke, man, that uh, towards the end of the game, uh, I think it was fourth. Yeah, it was fourth quarter, just a little bit of time left, and he went in there and just split two defenders twice in one run. Run <laughs> uh, where they were trying to tackle him, and he busted through both of them, and then two more tried to tackle, and he busted through them for to get the first down when they really needed it. Um, but I think it was like a 14-yard run, mm-hmm. but it was like maybe one of the most important runs I've seen all, all year from them. So, yeah, I mean, they played, they stepped up when they needed to, even with a lot of their players out. Um, McCarthy, I, I'm starting to understand you, why you hate him so much. <laughs> I just, a... I don't hate him. I just don't think he's a good coach. I thought this was actually one of his better games that he's coached, uh, but he still didn't do a great job. I, he's just, he no, and... he's limiting that team. Yeah, there was a there was a hilarious. I mean, he did save the team to one degree. So, the, uh, did you watch the end of that game? No, I missed the end of it. Okay, I so watched like the first hilarious... two quarters. Oh man, there was this uh, stretch at the end. You know, where they where they uh, where they'd scored. I think there was what fifty five seconds left in the game, and the Vikings are trying to. to you know, they they're down by four, so they have to score, right? So they're they're driving down the field and. They're throwing those, you know, twenty-yard bombs to the to, to run out of bounds and here and there to stop the clock. And uh, they get a big first down. I think they threw another pretty deep pass, but they had to run up and clock it because they didn't get out of bounds. And they have a little bit of time because something weird happened. Like the uh, the ball got <laughs> got loose while they were trying to set it up, uh, and it was really interesting because it stopped the clock. So like the clock was running because they didn't get out of bounds. And then somehow the center like was supposed to set the ball and lost it, and uh, and so since it went flying around, the rest had to go get it. They had to stop the clock, uh, so that worked out for the, for the Vikings. Uh, they go reset it, and in the meantime, they they did a uh, personnel change, and the defensive coordinator took off Randy Gregory, who was their best pass rusher that night, uh, Micah Parsons, and Diggs was already off because he was nicked up. Jabril Cox and so whatever package he had in involved basically no pass rush at all and and McCarthy sees this as they run out of the field and calls timeouts like nope 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 (laughs) and then it makes him send everybody right back out he's like what are you doing you're taking our pass rush off like it was pretty funny why would you take Michael Parsons off the field at any point I mean you could probably put him in at running back and the kid would do good yeah I mean the announcers were having a field day like do you see what the DC just took all the key players off their defense for some weird package and McCarthy's not having any part of that (laughs) (laughs) he called a timeout and threw him right back out and it sounded like uh, the the defensive coordinator's a newbie I mean he's Dan Quinn he's he's coached the Legion of Boom he's been a head coach for the Falcons it's not like this is his first rodeo yeah, it was it was crazy. So that that was that was interesting to see. So I, that's enough about going into individual game. You know, I didn't mean to, uh, to dominate on the Cowboys, but uh, that was just really it was a really weird and interesting game uh, that ended up being better than it probably should have been. But I, I'm really surprised the Vikings could only put up 16 points of offense. Yeah, because um, they were healthy. 
Yep. They were they were fine. And uh, Diggs was nicked up quite a bit. Jabril Cox was knocked out kind of early. I'm going to say it was like halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I, I don't know what's going on, well, man. But Justin uh, Jefferson, two for 21. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He, he tried to throw a pass. Uh, I don't know what that was about. But, uh, yeah, they, they just couldn't. I guess Dig, uh, Diggs was on him for most of the night. Yeah, and just shut him down. Yeah, Thielen uh, six but, uh, for seventy-eight, Conklin five for fifty-seven, but other than that, there really wasn't much in the passing game for the Vikings. Um, yeah, and it's not like Cook had a prolific night either. I'm... You know, they need to get Cook involved in the passing game more, like yeah. get like like a little screen and get him the ball out in, in uh, a little bit of space. Because, I mean, yes, he is an incredible thumper up the middle, but give him the ball in space every now and then, let him just dominate some people, especially behind that offensive line. Yeah. All right, let's uh, let's take it from the top on this one. Let's go with the Miami Dolphins at the Buffalo Bills. The Dolphins are getting 14 points. The over/under is 48 and a half. Um, I took Bills and over. You took Dolphins and over. Um, I lost by one point. Yeah, suck it. I, I knew 14 was a great line. Yeah, and, uh, and I really thought. And actually, up to like the last like 30 seconds or something like that, they had it. Yeah, yeah the Dolphins had it. And uh, I was like, wow, this is – I couldn't believe it. They're going to pull it off. And then uh, the, the the Bills scored a last-second touchdown that, that put it just over the edge. And I was like, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thought, I, thought I won it. But, uh, this but was no. a weird one, though. Tua had no touchdowns. Um, I, oh, I'm sorry. He had one rushing touchdown. Uh, and then uh, that was all the rushing touchdowns. There was no passing touchdowns. There was no rushing touchdowns. Um, mm-hmm. And yet, I mean, they ended up putting – 11, 11, 11. They put 11 on the board. Uh, <laughs> it was an ugly game. Yeah, yeah, it was really more the defense. Uh, but, I mean, both teams have good defense. I, I'll be honest, this is not... Uh, I, Tua has been looking better and better every game, I think. Um, this one was a great 21 for 39 and 205. But Josh Allen only did 29 for 42 and 249. Granted, he did get two yeah. touchdowns, but... Yeah, up until like the very last minute, it was eleven to nineteen. Mm-hmm. The Bills had only put up nineteen with like a minute left in the game. Like yeah. if, if they had, you know, just one thing had gone wrong on that drive, like they they put up sub twenty points on the Dolphins. So that was, yeah, that was shocking to see. And and Tua again playing not great. Uh, and you know his his lone touchdown comes of course in the fourth quarter, but they were legitimately trying to stop him. So it's not like it was just total BS time. Um, but it, but it kind of was at the same time. Well, what I thought was interesting, and I don't know if he got injured because I didn't get to, you know, you can only watch so many games. And I was also driving mm-hmm. back uh, from out of mm-hmm. town, so I was listening to most of these. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders did not have one reception all game, and that really hindered the Bills' offense. Uh, mm-hmm. Before we saw where Diggs, at least last year, where Diggs was kind of the leader. This year, it's been Emmanuel Sanders has kind of been the guy. Uh, and yeah, be- you take him Beasley out, the and game. they struggled. Yeah, so they had they had uh, uh, Howard on Diggs, and they had Byron Jones on Sanders, and Byron Jones just took Sanders out of the game. Yeah. Uh, so Beasley was the was the man that was up against their their nickel, which I I want to say is still a pretty decent player. It was like a first or second round pick last year or this year. Uh, oh, who was it? Beasley. Beasley's not a. a Mino, who? Yeah, Noah. Bunna, oh yeah, yeah. Somebody. I think he was last year out of. I think it was Auburn. I'll look into that. Yeah, I think he was a first round pick slot corner that they drafted, and he. So he was on, but Beasley, but Beasley was able to just dominate that dude. 
So that that's where they got a lot of their their passing yardage this game. And uh, overall, Dolphins need a quarterback, man. Yeah. <laughs> they need to go get a quarterback because their defense held pretty strong. If they just put up a little bit more, you know, a little bit more of a fight the first three quarters, they could have they could have potentially had that game with a good quarterback. Yeah, uh, it's Noah. Yeah, I can't say it's not going to work yeah. here anymore. Uh, yeah, he was drafted last year. He was a first-round pick last year out of Auburn. And neither of yeah. us were very high on him. I remember going into the draft. We thought he was all right, but not a first-round first round talent. Yeah, because you knew he was a slot corner, not a man coverage corner. Mm-hmm. And usually in the first round, you're not drafting a, a nickel. You yeah, you can I mean? get you're those drafting, guys later. Somebody to, yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what to do with the Dolphins. I mean, we're going to know. It's going to be whatever they decide. 24 hours. Yeah. 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 It's going to be done by tomorrow because tomorrow is the de- uh, trade deadline. So uh, I, we, you and I were both feeling like it was going to happen. Last week, we were very much thinking, all right, Deshaun's going. and We're ready to be rid of him. But I don't know, man. I don't think it happens now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be shocked if, if, if he does get traded. I will be thrilled if he's traded, but I would also be shocked. Yeah. I mean, the only... The only one who could jump up and surprise everybody is if the Saints ended up doing it, but uh, I don't. I don't see that happening. Maybe the Eagles still. I don't know. After this no, week, maybe he, not. Yeah, he said he wouldn't take that trade. He wouldn't lift his uh, trade. Oh, for uh, the Eagles. That's for, right. For the Eagles. Yeah. All right. Well, then maybe put him out at safety or nose tackle for a little while. <laughs> you right. might start lifting some trade things then. Uh, all right, let's move on to the Panthers at the Falcons. The Panthers are getting three points. The over-under is 47. I took the Falcons and over on this one. You took the Panthers and over. You got me on this one. The Panthers win 19-13, to 13, uh, so the Falcons would have needed six points instead of giving up the three, and the total score was 32, so it was definitely under. Um, yeah, this was actually kind of an entertaining game. Now, both these teams are bad. Um, I don't know... I don't know what you do. I don't know what the deal is with the Panthers. It can't just be Christian McCaffrey is the whole thing because they played without him, and he did well. well I'll it's tell you not what. that. It's it's Darnold's bad. Yeah, Darnold's a bad quarterback. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I see you tiptoeing around it because no. we both wanted to be right about this about Darnold being like the guy for the for the Panthers, but we're it's time to say we were wrong. We yeah. were we were wrong. He's a bad quarterback. And 13 for 24 for 129 yards, no touchdowns or interceptions. But on the other side, Matt Ryan, who we know is a good quarterback, 20 for 27 for only 146 yards, one touchdown and two interceptions. Uh, one thing that definitely hurt him is the very first play of the game, Chuba Hubbard fumble, fumbles it. And it's kind yep. of hard to come back from that, uh, especially on a low-scoring game like 19 to 13. I, I can't believe this was a defensive game. The Panthers versus the Falcons is a defensive game. That's unreal. There wasn't a touchdown scored until the second quarter. Well, let's keep in mind that uh, two things happened. One, the Panthers only had to really worry about Kyle Pitts. They, they, I don't want to say they took him out of the game, but they kind of took him out of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, uh, they, they couldn't run on, on the Panthers to save their life. So that made him one-dimensional, and there was just nowhere to go with it. Calvin Ridley was out of the game again. Well, no, and he's out of football. Out of, right. And yeah. they posted that he's going to be done for mental health for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Wow. <laughs> that's that's detrimental to the Falcons. Uh, it's time to go ahead and just tear that sucker down. Don't yeah, you think? yeah. I mean, there's pieces there. Uh, Kyle Pitts and Hayden Hurst. You got tight ends. I'm trying to yep. see. Uh, Russell Gage, I think, could be a very good two, uh, a very good three, or a pretty good two. Uh, he's still young. He's got some time, but I've seen bursts from him that I think he could end up being good. 
They've got yeah. they've got a decent offensive line, and they've got Matt Ryan. Yeah, but I think you're right. Uh, I would trade. You know what? If I'm this, well, they're not going to do it in uh, in division. I would say Matt Ryan would do well with the Saints, but there's no way they trade him there. Um, no, they they wouldn't let him go there. The Falcon, in my opinion, the only way the Falcons become relevant within the next four years is trading for Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or, or Deshaun Watson because he's a, he's a Georgia boy. But, yeah. uh, one of those three. I don't know if you want to send him to Atlanta. That's where he's getting a lot of his, uh, his ladies his of the evening. Yeah, a couple of them. But yeah, but uh, that, that honestly, like, so there's word that he's going to settle. So that, anyway, uh, that could be that could be the only way they become relevant because I think they, they sell off some of their assets right mm-hmm. off the bat because, again, somewhat tearing it down. You're right. They've got uh, uh, Cordero Patterson as their running back, got, who's, who's playing shockingly well for what he's doing. Yeah. Pitts is good. Hurst is good. But uh, and they've got a couple defensive pieces. But for the most part, trade some things away, get a couple of draft picks, get your elite quarterback in here, and then you're going to be able to use free agency after you've gotten one of those elite quarterbacks. Then you'll get some guys willing to take a little bit of a discount to play with Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah, and and you know, and and that's where I think is the only way they could do it is because they're not a free agency draw, period. You know, right right now, yeah. you don't get someone to come play with Matt Ryan at the very end of his career or a rookie draft quarterback that you hope can potentially be something. So I I think with the pieces you have, you need an elite quarterback to come in, uh, get rid of Matt Ryan, bring in Russell Wilson. Uh, Hopefully, you know, you get some free agency pull from that and then slowly build back up. But uh, but either way, like you said, they their tight ends are nuts. <laughs> yeah. And Cordero Patterson's playing pretty well. Like if they had a mobile QB, which any of those three guys are, Wilson, Rogers or, or Watson, all three are mobile. So they're going to help your running game, too. So, mm-hmm. yeah, you just need a guy who can do a lot with a little. And, and all three of those guys have done that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you do with this. This is kind of a mess. Um, and maybe Ridley comes back. I will say, I did pick the Falcons before Ridley decided to retire. I feel like if he was in the game, i get that one. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to put that out there. You can take it or leave it. Uh, let's move on <laughs> sure. to the Eagles at Lions. The Eagles, or I'm sorry, the Lions are getting three and a half points. The over-under is 48. I took the Lions and over. You took the Eagles and over. Uh Hey, Dan, remember when I took the Eagles and over? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> I thought the Lions could still play teams tough. I thought they would lose, but I thought getting three and a half, I thought they would they would lose by a field goal because uh, the Eagles aren't very good. They're just too beat up. They're, they don't have any wide receivers right now. I mean, other than TJ Hawkinson, you just kind of sit on him. And they just, yeah, they can't do it. Uh, the Lions season is over. It, it's too bad. They were giving up. They were really playing teams tough until they got so beat up. Yeah, they, they they need they need a receiver. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked they're not doing something to trade for a receiver. Like I I admit that they don't have no no I won't say that. You know what? They kind of have what they need to build a team. They just need obviously the quarterback. Um, but but Donald I mean, like, Goff has were, been terrible. I mean, he hasn't been good, but he hasn't been he hasn't as been bad good. as I thought. <laughs> he took five sacks and got no touchdowns. Uh, I'm just saying, like, if they were to draft a quarterback with their first-round pick, right, uh, like Malik Willis or, or there's a couple other guys, Matt Coral, with, with potentially drafting, if they were to draft a decent quarterback, um, their running backs are solid. Like, they've got, they'll have got they get Cephas back. 
Um, but they still need they still need a receiver. But if they were to trade like a third round pick for say a Brandon Cooks or a you know one of those types of players, yeah, um, they'd have they they would then have the core to put around a new quarterback to to be potentially good team and and a team where Rodgers won't be the quarterback in that division anymore. So because he's leaving after this year, so that division's rife uh, ripe for uh, uh, plunder. And they need to uh, they need to take advantage while they can because the Lions they have the best shot of getting a quarterback in the draft out of any of those teams because they're going to have a top three pick. Yeah. So their their best chance is to put something around them for an immediate turnaround. And they got a whole new GM and coaching staff that's actually shockingly pretty decent lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just they just need to offload Goff in my opinion and and grab a receiver. Yeah, you're probably right. Um... This was an interesting game. So Jalen Hurts, 9 for 14 for 100 yards, no touchdowns or interceptions. I mean, no quarterback. Quarterbacks didn't have any touchdowns or interception and combined for 325 yards. Uh, on the other side, I I sat C.D. Lamb and started Kenny Gainwell uh, in in one of my leagues. Wah, wah. I still end up winning, so don't <laughs> worry about it. I'm awesome. Uh, but <laughs> Kenneth Gainwell looked good. Like in that backup role all season, and finally uh, Miles Sanders is out, and and then on the other side Dak was out, so I was like, okay, that makes sense. He had, he was thirteen for twenty seven. He was terrible. Whereas the other terrible. two running backs both got two touchdowns, about sixty yards and two on the touchdowns. same number carry. Yeah. Well, one one less carry each. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and they and doubled the yards per carry, more than doubled the yards per carry from Gainwell. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they they. You forgot about Boston Scott, didn't you? No, I knew he was there. I didn't think Jordan Howard was going to get as much work. Uh, I thought it would be split between Boston Boston Scott and Kenny Gainwell, and I thought it would look the same. I thought it would look everything if you just took Kenny Gainwell and Jordan Howard and switched their stats. So he still gets 57 and two touchdowns, but hey, that's 57 and two touchdowns. I take that. Um, But, yeah, he didn't... I was shocked by that. I, you know, going into the draft, I was high on him coming out of Memphis, and he's looked, he's done well all season. He just this year, and especially against the Lions, I thought it was going to be way better. But yeah, he he was terrible. I, I got to say, I don't think I've ever seen in my life, and I'm curious to see if it's if this is the highest. Have you ever seen 44 points or anything over 40 out of a team, and the quarterback had 100 yards? Yeah. And no touchdowns. And no, and no touchdowns. No receiving yeah. touchdowns. Yards, no touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. And 44 points. Yeah. That is just wild. Like, I'm going to have to go back through. I don't even remember how it all happened. I just know that there was, like, three forced fumbles at least through the game. So they would just quickly score, I guess, uh, rushing the football. But I'm mean, rushing the ball. But, yeah, that's uh, that's that's unreal. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's just so bad. But, no, I didn't watch. I didn't watch a minute of this just because it was the Eagles at the Lions. I didn't care about it at all. No, me either. One game I did watch very intensely because I knew it was going to be the game of the week. Titans at the Colts. The Titans are getting two and a half. The over-under is 51. Uh, we both took Titans at over. We were both correct on this. The only game to go into overtime, 34-31 uh, to 31 Titans. But at what a cost. Henry uh, could be out for the season with a foot injury. He is. They just, uh, they just said it. So, yeah, man. I mean, uh, this is not the time I want to say told you so. But, uh, yeah, I knew it. I just, I knew, I, I mean, I said over and over, like, I'm trying not to put the juju on him, but uh, there's no way Henry makes it through the season. There's no way. He, it's mathematically improbable. He, he went four seasons in a row with 30-plus 
carries a game. You can't do that to a human body. But you've been saying that for three seasons. You've been saying for three seasons. I have he's going to get that yes. Oh, every, last season, because no, last for, season was the first season I said it. No, you've been saying and, it for uh, and, at and least two. It, I have not. And this season, I've said it all season and preseason. So he's gonna. He's, he's not going to make it. And I said they should have drafted Najee Harris the whole time. I was going to draft Najee Harris. I know it's a little overkill, but if your entire team is built around one player, you have to have a solid backup. You have to. The Panthers saw it and they grabbed Cuba Hubbard. Not. Not a perfect fit. Obviously, you can't replace CMC with Hubbard, but he's doing fairly decent. But you can't have Jeremy McNichols as your backup behind your team because he's your whole team. And uh, I, I'm interested to see. I mean, I think they're still they're still athletes. They're still they're still really good, really well coached. I think they'll still play okay, but you just cannot replace the production, especially in the second half. That is Derrick Henry, and I don't know who they can trade for. If there's anybody uh, to trade for, they're working out Adrian Peterson right now. Oof. So that's Oof. yeah, that's their best shot in their opinion at the moment. So that tells you all you need to know, and that's why you need to have a quality backup behind a running back like that. And man, I'm worried. I'm worried. Uh, I think they're done. I mean, I don't want the Titans to win a Super Bowl either, but <laughs> so I shouldn't be too worried for him. But uh, I just don't know any other option they have. Tevin Coleman, uh, David Johnson, maybe Melvin Gordon. If uh, if they really like that new uh, running back that they've got in Denver, they're Javante Williams. Trade him. Yeah, but yeah, that, Melvin that, Gordon's been playing probably well. their best bet. Well, I mean, the Panthers seem to be throwing CMC on every trade possible bargain that they can. So maybe yeah. him. Um, yeah, I, I can't believe you'd lie to your people, these people, and tell them that it's only been this year. By the way, the Colts have the ugliest field in the NFL. That, the whole time I'm watching it, like this is distracting because I can't stop staring at how ugly that field is. Yeah, did you they, notice that? They, they shouldn't have nice things. It's a terrible place. Indiana, Indianapolis is a terrible place. For some reason, every time I go there, the restaurant's like, "Oh, we're known for our, our oysters." I'm like, no, you're a you're a landlocked state, and you're in the middle. That's a it's a terrible place <laughs> to begin with. But I don't know why they always try to sell oysters. Um, Colts came. Well, up let's with, let's mention that this is my lock. No, no, not my lock. Sorry, this is, this is a confidence pick. Lock. This was a confidence pick of yours. Um, the Colts gave up a fourteen-point lead in the first quarter. You can't, you can't do that. You can't because that's when Henry gets hot. Is after yeah, he builds energy. I mean, not anymore, but that's mm-hmm. what he did. Went with two bad picks, um, one in the first, in the beginning, one at the very end of the game to lose it, uh, which is too bad. He's been playing really well this. Well, he's been playing well this season, and. Uh, my two guys for comeback player of the year were Wentz and Darnold. Darnold, it looks like is it's funny. At first, it looked like it was going to be Darnold and not Wentz, and now it looks like it could be Wentz and not Darnold. Um, but Wentz ends up going twenty-seven for fifty-one, not a great percentage. Three touchdowns and two bad interceptions. Um, he kept him in the game for a lot of it, though. Uh, Michael Pittman, good lord, that guy's a beast. Ten for eighty-six and two touchdowns. And then on the other side, or I'm sorry, on the same side, but rushing, Jonathan Taylor for 70 and a touchdown. They've got they've got talent. They need to improve that offensive line. And then Wentz, I think, is going to get more comfortable and is going to be able to do. I, they could still end up with Henry out. They could win the division. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, yeah, they could. Yeah, I would have told you you're crazy up until. Uh... The Derrick Henry news, but uh, yeah, with it, that's going to change it. You're right. Yeah, I think the Colts, the Colts can turn it around. Uh, what's it? A three-win difference right now? 
Yeah, the Titans are six and two, and the Colts are three and five. So Ooh, that but, is a lot of ground to make up, though. That's, it is. You know, um, they have one more head-to-head, I think, uh, towards the end of the season. Yeah, they um, play each other. No, I think that's it. They're done. They already because they already pay, played them. Um, they played them um, in the third week, and they lost sixteen okay. to twenty-five. Uh, the remaining they schedule, though, but look at the remaining schedule. Jets and Jaguars the next two weeks. Those should be wins. Bills, that's going to be tough. Bucks, that's going to be tough. Texans, that's a win. Patriots, they could beat them. Um, Maybe not. Yeah, well, I don't know. We'll get into that later. Patriots beat the Chargers. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. Uh, then they have the Cardinals and Raiders, which I think are both going to be tough, and then the Jags to finish off the season. Um, and then the Titans, what does their schedule look like? I don't know. It won't show me. It doesn't want to pretend now. Oh, that, yeah, the Titans have the Rams next week. They don't win that. Then they have the Saints. They don't win that. Then they have the Texans. Wait, wait. Saints without a quarterback? No, I, I think they win that. Uh, that defense. I think that defense gives them issues. I mean, they just beat the Bucks. The Saints yeah. just beat Tom Brady. That, that, that was like Winston started really strong, got hurt, and then Simeon barely eked out a win. I, I, I don't think they'd – yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, Simeon's got game tape against him now. He's going to be host. Yeah. Um, they still have – I mean, now granted, the, the Titans get to play the Texans twice, um, the Jaguars once, the Dolphins once. But uh, mm-hmm. they have to play the I Steelers, think so. the Patriots, and the Saints. And, but you keep in mind, again, they have to win – they have to overcome a three-loss deficit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so you th- I don't think they can do it. Yeah, I think yeah. the Titans are going to win the division still. You may be right. Um, yeah, that's a. I mean, that's that, that. That's a lot of stuff coming out of that team. I think the Colts are going to end up being the better team at the end of this. But I think the Titans. Yeah, you may be right. They may end up winning the division. Um, boy, I don't know how you. I don't know the how the better team won't win. Yeah, yeah. Derrick Henry was. I think was going to be the MVP of the league. Uh, the first running back to do it, and God knows how he, long. Uh, the first non-quarterback to do it in God knows how long. And now, yeah, that, I think their season's done. He's so good that you and I actually agreed on something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm, I'm positive he would have been, yeah, the league MVP if they, even if they just won one game into the playoffs. Yeah. I think that was enough. That would have been enough that it was all on him. Yeah. Now to the uh, most important game of the week, the Rams at the Texans. The Texans getting 14 and a half. The over-under is 48. We both took the Rams and under. Uh, you made this your lock. I made this. We both made this a confidence pick. Uh, we were both right in the, the Rams won, 38 to 22. All 22 points of the Texans, though, coming in the fourth quarter. So the actual spread was 16. They almost covered, uh, and the total score was 60. So it was over, and neither of us was right on that. I don't think anybody. I don't think anyone, including the Texans, saw them uh, getting 22 points, especially in the fourth quarter. Uh, yeah, this wasn't. This wasn't even a game. They were shut out for three quarters. Uh, it was 38-0 to zero going into the fourth, and the Texans came back uh, and got 22, although it was pretty clear the they Rams... They took starters out, though. Yeah. The, 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 the Rams took starters out. That's the only reason they threw up the points that yeah. they threw up. It, it was it was some lucky BS, true... What's the term we always use? Uh, garbage, garbage time. Garbage time, yeah. <laughs> it, it was truly garbage time, so I'm not... Yeah, I, John, I don't put anything behind that first few touchdowns they've ever gotten. Yeah, John Wolford got put in over Matt Stafford. Uh, Greg Howell had five carries. So if that gives you an idea. Buddy um, Howell. Buddy Howell, yeah. The old Greg, Texans oh, running back legend. Oh, that's right. That is Buddy Howell, isn't it? Yeah. His name is Greg. I had no idea. I just thought he was Buddy. I had no idea his name was Greg. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's Texas legend Buddy Howell. Yeah, I had no idea that was the same guy. 
Uh, Cooper Cup <laughs> has another Cooper Cup kind of game, 115 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Robert Woods, they've started getting uh, more involved. He, he really wasn't doing much at the beginning, but 3 for 30, 35 and a touchdown in the air, and then uh, 3 for 22 and a touchdown on the ground. So they're just trying to get him more involved. Daryl Henderson keeps doing As long as he's healthy, he's a good running back. He's just been so injury-prone lately, but or in the past, but 90 yards and a touchdown for him. Um, the, I, the small things you can kind of take up from this is uh, – that Brevin Jordan kind of got a, he got involved a little bit more in the game. He the uh, the rookie tight end that I I was big on. I don't know if you were liked him as much. Thursday. I was huge on him. Yeah. yeah. So well, not huge on him in the draft. I I was uh, I was excited about him in the draft, and I was huge on where we got him. Mm-hmm. Like the it just felt like we grabbed a an early third round value in the fifth round. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he ends up going three for 41 and a touchdown. Uh, granted, again, the fourth quarter against not really the Rams. This is a bunch of Back second stringers. Rams. Yeah. Um, all the Rams had a good day, so you can just go and look at all their stats. Uh, the Texans have two touchdowns in three minutes. Uh, they recover an onside kick and almost recovered the second one, which I don't think I've seen an onside kick recovered in a long time. The way they would change the rules, it's almost impossible. Uh, another big yeah. thing is that Rex Burkhead was the lead back this week. Well, I mean, I say lead back. He had the most yard. None of them were good. Scotty Phillips <laughs> had the how many is that? Twenty one. He was four let's, for let's twenty one. Yeah, four for twenty one. Yeah. Scotty Phillips five for eleven. Lindsey uh, Philip Lindsey three for eight, and then David Johnson two for four. Although, if you include his receiving uh, his receiving yards, David Johnson actually had three total yards on the day. So yeah, so exactly, and. Uh, Burkhead didn't come in until the fourth quarter, so keep that in mind. Yeah. He did get a touchdown, uh, but he came in late. Uh, they they played uh, Scotty Phillips because everyone's been just chanting that dude's name for no reason that I can figure out. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who cares? The dude had, like, one decent preseason game, and everyone's chanting his name. Do we yeah. not – do not remember Sierra Wood. We know how that turned out. Yeah. Um, you know that. Uh, who cares? Like, anyway. <laughs> well, he did <laughs> have awful. two attempts for nine yards last year. So. Yeah, we had three running backs, uh, average sub three yards a carry. Yeah. <laughs> two point something yards a carry. I mean that that's terrible. Um, what I took away from it, like you said, was our rookies. Man, they shined. Uh, Nicky Collins, and not not too exciting, but four of four for fifty five yards. Um, I, I have yet to see the guy drop a pass. He hasn't had a lot targeted, but any time that's thrown his way, and I have seen like three that were thrown terribly, mm-hmm. and he came back and was able to save it and, get, and make the catch. And uh, Brevin Jordan, as you said, three for forty-one. And uh, you know what? I I was thinking Greenard was a rookie when I said that for some reason, but he's not. Um, but another sack, yeah. another tackle for loss. Yeah, uh, Greenard is on a tear, man, mm-hmm. and he did that when it mattered. Yeah, <laughs> on Stafford. You know that was, he's 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 impressive. Yeah. He's if we get a really good uh, edge either in the draft of either if it's Thibodeau or uh, you know from in a trade for Watson, like we're gonna he's he's gonna be a really great second edge. Yeah, yeah, I agree. No, he's been playing really well this year. I, the thing, whatever team shows up next year, it won't be this. I don't think it can be worse, uh, but it at least won't mm-hmm. be. You know, you're going to have something different. They're going to have at least uh, a top five draft pick, if not more. And uh, Terod Taylor, probably. Yeah, I think he's going to start next year. Might as well. I mean, you saw him. Yeah, he, he played well in the beginning. We, I think we get him back next week. 
So, we'll you know you yeah. might see a little bit more of him. And this, of course, the Texans are the only one who signed Terod Taylor. He goes out with an injury, and the rookie doesn't take over as like the franchise quarterback. Every other team he's played for, that's happened. Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, uh, Herbert. But you come to Texans, we're special. We're a special kind of awful. So, yeah, we really are. And you know what's funny though? It's like up until this week, he was the top performing rookie though. <laughs> as far as like you know, completion percentage and yardage and touchdowns, he was the top performing rookie in QBR. Uh, too uh, up until this week. This week was, well, I don't know. Maybe maybe he actually salvaged it. He had two touchdowns, 310 yards. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, it was garbage time, but his stats might put him back at top rookie. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. But he's definitely not playing like it. Stats are misleading. Uh, let us move on to a bizarre game. So the Bengals, fresh off their uh, number one seed in the AFC. Go to play the Jets. The Jets getting 10.5 points, the over-under being 43. We both took Bengals and under. We both made this confidence picks. I made this my lock. I thought I was being super sneaky awesome getting this in my as my lock. I got We got neither. Uh, the final score was the Jets win. Win. The Jets win 34-31. to This is their second win all season going up against the number one seed in the AFC. Uh, so the Did Bengals. You forget about Mike White, Dan. Did you forget what I told you about Mike White? Four hundred and five yard, three touchdown throw in Mike White. Yeah, he's yeah. the man, my friend. Two two interceptions, two interceptions. <laughs> he's the man. Yeah. Um, uh, I, is Mike White an upgrade for this year? Do you just keep rolling him out there because? I, 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 yeah, I don't think when you're that bad. How do you not just roll with what works and see if you you found some random gym? Yeah, I mean, I think he's been he's in the old. league a little bit. Three years, uh, yeah, he's only been in the league three years. Uh, he's out of Western Kentucky. And, Always in uh, New York. Um, no, he was with the the Cowboys for eighteen and nineteen. It says he, really? oh God, he was in. The, yeah, he's with the Cowboys eighteen nineteen. Doesn't look, look like he was a free agent in twenty twenty, and then twenty twenty one with the oh, Jets. No, I, I show I show he was with the Cowboys in 2018, undrafted free agent, and then the Jets took him in 2019, and he's been there 2019, 2020, and 2021. Oh, okay, all right, fair enough. Yeah, so he's been the backup. So, uh, but who did they have last year starting? Was it Flacco? No, who? Who started for the Jets last year? I cannot. It remember. was Darnold. Oh yeah! Oh God! Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was Darn- okay, so he was Darnold's backup. Okay, so maybe that's why he was. You know, they had to try to they had to try to make Darnold work as best they could. So. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, you know, I'm still totally joking. I don't think Mike White is, of course, uh, you know, a real NFL starting quarterback long term. I think, you know, he there was a trap game and, and he was able to come in there. But I mean, he did throw the ball like crazy. He did really well. But 400 yards, three touchdowns. One of those interceptions was not his fault. That bounced off of a receiver's hands. Um, I didn't see the other interception, but. But yeah, the, the Bengals well. have a rough secondary, and they've put up. They've given up a lot of points this year. Uh, but the, but to your the point, the Bengals yes. have played good defense this year. Uh, it's better with their pass rush, but the, the Jets don't have an offensive line. They shouldn't have. They should have been in their backfield the entire time. Yeah, they they, they shouldn't have. You're sure. You're, you're right. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think when your team is bad as they are, uh, if you think there's some crazy shot that this guy has developed, you know, on your team over the last few years, and he's ready to give to get a shot starting, uh, yeah, yeah, Zach Wilson has looked awful i mean awful he's had like one game where he looked like somewhat commanding putting up his i think 10 or 13 points that game yeah uh but yeah i mean why not let mike white play it out until he proves that it was a fluke 
right? Yeah. If he if he if he throws up 300 yards and and three touchdowns next week, then dude, you got a starter, or someone you got to at least try it out on. But if he comes out next week and throws plays more like he did the second half last week, you know, because he came on strong, he he led two drives to touchdowns and then and then fizzled the second half. If he fizzles next week, then yeah, it's it's a fluke. Uh, put Zach Wilson back in, but if he if he excels, then give it a shot. I think they play the Colts. They so do. They have, they have the, that's a, the Colts, Bills, and Dolphins the next three weeks, which are – those are all three oof, tough defenses. Those are all good defenses. Yeah. But yeah, then he gets to play the Jets uh, – I'm sorry, the Texans after that for what may be – I think that's on Thanksgiving <laughs> Day. Uh, the so, toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah, that may be pretty awful. So there's okay. that. Yeah. But, uh, All right. Well, they got their win, so that yeah. takes them out of the uh, number one sweet stakes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Bengals forgot how to run the ball. Uh, Joe Mixon, 14 for 33. I will say this. The the Jets' interior D-line is good. They get good pass rush pressure, and they, they're good at stopping the run. They've got a lot of talent on the inside. It's just everywhere else where they're struggling. Um, but and Michael Carter. Well, Michael Carter, the, the rookie running back. Uh, him and Javante Williams both got out of North Carolina. Uh, 15 for 77 and a touchdown on the ground, and then was the leading receiver with nine and 95 through the air. That is impressive. Yeah, he was he was a favorite uh, go-to, and uh, to me the thing is, and yeah, they did lose Carl Lawson for the year before I think before the season started. Uh, their free agent they they brought in. Uh, they had they still have a pretty darn good defense. You're right, and and they've been playing uh, exhausted. <laughs> all, yeah. all season this was the first uh game where the jets actually put up points and they were able able to kind of you know to play kind of hard i mean don't get me wrong they still gave up quite a bit of points uh but it's to a really good team so uh i think they could you know they did a good job against mixon i think that was probably their top you know move was to try to take out mixon and try to take out jamar chase from the game and they did chase got three catches for he got a touchdown but he had three catches for 32 yards and I think he had a one rush for nine yards, but he was pretty much taken out of the game. Yeah. Uh, and and their second best corner was on T. Higgins, who, who balled out a little bit. So, um, yeah, I think they're they have something to build on there. If Mike White ends up actually, you know, not tongue in cheek, but actually being a really decent quarterback, then hey, maybe they uh, maybe they found something. Yeah. Uh, moving on, we had the Steelers at the Browns. The uh, Steelers are getting three and a half. The over-under is 42 and a half. We both took the Steelers under this, but I don't think either of us felt confident about this game. Uh, the final score, Steelers ended up winning 15 to 10. So it turns out they didn't need the points. The Browns would have actually needed five. And the total score was 25 points, which is, whew, ugly. Um Baker has a very Baker day. I mean, this is just kind of who he is now. He's going to throw for a, about 200 yards, and you might get like a touchdown interception. But mostly, he doesn't really throw either. Uh, this one, 20 for 31, 225 yards, neither a touchdown nor an interception. Uh, Roethlisberger on the other side, similar, 22 for 34, 266 yards, but he was able to get an interception or a touchdown. And mostly it's because they're skill players. The Browns are kind of they're kind of all their skill players are injured uh odell beckham really hasn't showed up landry has a terrible game well he has a good game but then has a terrible fumble and a lot of drops um whereas on the other side Najee harris 26 for 91 and a touchdown on the ground uh and then three for 29 through the air deontay johnson is a b6 for 98 and then Fryermuth is starting to come up four for 44 and a touchdown i tell you what Fryermuth next year when they have an actual quarterback is going to be a monster 
So my only takeaway from this is that Najee Harris is fantastic. He's a, he's a hell of a rookie. He's going to be a fixture there for a long time. And everything else must go. I, I am. Uh, I like Clay, I like Claypool and Deontay Johnson. The the problem is as good as they are, and I, I put Claypool kind of in that Quintus Cephas kind of category where he's not a he's not a name everyone's going to know, but he's going to make a couple of big plays for like 40, 50 yards every game, uh, and potentially clutch from time to time, but. He's got to have a quarterback that throws the ball to him, and it's not going to be Big Ben, because Big Ben is—he's done. He's yeah. just done. Uh, and I don't know that they have any chance in hell to to get one. <laughs> I mean, uh, again, I mean, I guess you could trade for one of the big three, but it's going to cost you so much uh, to to, especially from their, you know, their picks are already. Even with Big Ben this year, it's going to be a, a, you know, 16th, 17th pick in the draft. You add a Watson and it's, you know, 30th. So uh, draft picks are okay with Steelers, but you're going to demand talent uh, to tri- for one of those big three. So I just, I don't see how they're going to get lucky enough to draft somebody uh, that's going to work to replace Big Ben anytime soon. They're going to have to attract a free agent somehow. And nobody's really hitting free agency. So Rogers. unless Kirk Cousins, who's that? Rogers. There's been a lot of so Aaron Rodgers have been saying a lot of like really nice things about uh, Mike Tomlin in the off season, and he's been very complimentary. And that there's kind of been, I don't know, they haven't really come out and said it, but there's been a lot of whispers that that's where he's thinking about. That's one of the the main ones he's thinking about going is Pittsburgh, which makes sense. They've got all the talent there. He could go, show up. And they do need a better offensive line, but Rodgers has played behind bad offensive lines before. But in here, he immediately has a good defense. He's got great weapons, uh, Najee Harris. And I I think you are lower on Claypool than he actually is. I mean, his rookie season, 873 yards and nine touchdowns. Uh, And that's with a bad Big Ben last year. And I think he was in, didn't he get injured last year? And they had like Mason Rudolph. Was that last year? Was that last year? I thought it was two years ago. It might have been. But regardless, they haven't had a good quarterback situation in four years. Um, and he had a he had a good rookie season. Uh, this year, he did 403 yards, only one touchdown. Uh, but he only played six games so far. He's he's you know he's been kind of nicked up, but he's a big dude. I mean, he's six four. I mean, I'm I was extremely high at him on him coming out of the draft. I I do really like the guy. I mm-hmm. just Again, I, I think he needs a quarterback that can throw it to him. I don't think, I don't think he's D Hop who can make any quarterback back there, you know, be able to get you know, 150 yards a game with him. I just I think he needs a better quarterback. He, kind of like Tyler Lockett's got to have a better quarterback, uh, and it's not just pure speed, uh, but he's, I don't I just don't think dude. he can do it with Big Ben anymore. No, no one can. Uh, he's more of a no. Deontay Johnson's your take the top off guy. He's your your why. Yes, he uh, he's is. Your, uh, Chase Claypool is your go up and get him. He's your Mike Williams. He's the big body dude that's going to go up and get him. And now that they got Firemuth, Firemuth has looked good so far as a rookie tight end. And I, I think those are three really got good options. And if it wasn't for Big Ben, I think he'd look a lot better. And then Najee Harris is going to be a world beater. He's going to be Derrick Henry with better pass catching. And he's a rookie. <laughs> I was say, he, he's baby Zeke to me, but all right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's bigger than Zeke, yeah. isn't he? 
No, I know. I just mean because he's young. Six two two thirty. That's a big boy. Yeah, that's me because he's young. Uh, no, I I like I like Najee Harris a lot. I said said since the beginning he should have been drafted by the Titans, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I I've talked enough about the Steelers. They're just they're not going to do anything this year. Uh, the Browns are just always going to brown all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, they just, uh, but that team. Well, I'll put it this way: Cowboys are a Super Bowl team. Cowboys lost Dak Prescott, and what happens? Cooper Rush is able to come in and with the supporting cast he has around him uh, as a wildly mediocre quarterback. He's able to beat a good team uh, because they, everyone around him is so darn good. Uh, the Browns are built similarly. Baker goes down. Case Keenum, arguably, arguably better than Cooper Rush, definitely had a lot more success in the NFL than him, comes in and, and just, just wildly mediocre. I don't know. I just I don't I don't think – they're just the same organization they always have. They, they trick you with these flashy names and, and these great trades lately, but uh, they're still browning every, all the time, and I don't I don't see them improving much anytime soon. And I think, as we talked about before, they're stuck in that Baker conundrum of they're not going to find any better anything better, so they're going to end up having to sign them to a long-term deal that's kind of hard to get out of because they just there's no one better to go with. Yeah, I think I, I think you're better off just going with a bridge quarterback instead of him. I, I just he's not gonna the, he's he's gonna be worse because you're gonna be in that middle round where you can't that middle ground where you can't get a a good draft for a quarterback, um, but you're not gonna be good enough to make it to the playoffs all the time. Uh, yeah, I mean they'd be better off bringing in Tyrod Taylor again, yeah, and letting Baker walk, and then uh, waiting it, you know drafting a rookie to yeah to try to replace him but yeah i don't know we'll uh, yeah the only other things i have to pull out of that dearness johnson might be the best third stringer in the nfl he had another great game chris boswell the kicker dearness johnson oh okay the guy that came in last week and had a great week when chubb and uh cream hunter out oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah he had right. another pretty good game this week and then chris boswell the kicker who on a fake uh, field goal tried to extend the play and got his soul snatched? Uh, just got lit up, got concussed, and then they didn't have a kicker the rest of the game. So yeah, yeah, way to go, Steelers. Uh, yeah. Oh man, that's tough. Uh, let's move on to 49ers at the Bears. The Bears were getting four points. The over under is 39 and a half. I took the 49ers and under. You took the Bears and under. I just wasn't, just not confident in the Bears. Well, they they didn't win. 33 to 23, 49ers. Um, neither of these teams are very good. I don't know how much longer you give Shanahan. He's not doing. I mean, he's got about the same record as Mike Singletary. He's had one winning season. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, what his you do job with security that. is nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because at some point, well, not just his, but. Uh, um, how much more time do you buy them for Trey Lance? Because uh, they, they kind of came on as a team. That doesn't mean they have to be fired as a team. But for for whatever, you know, reasons they had, they tied their stakes to Garoppolo, and that was a massive failure. Um, they had time to find other people. They didn't. Uh, they could have well, traded for Deshaun Watson. They didn't. Uh, I don't blame them. They, had, they, they went and got the second pick in the draft. They were going to take Mac Jones. Which right. I, I think he'd have been all right for a while, but I think I still think Trey Lance has the ability. I mean, we said this, or at least I did before the draft. But how long? He's going to be good, but he needs to he has to he needs at least a year and a proper off season. 
I didn't so think now, I wasn't so going to play him at all this year. So now Shanahan and Lynch get six six failure years, and you're still giving them another year to see if Trey Lance works. Like I don't know. I, I don't. don't I don't know that you go with Shanahan again. If, Maybe if, one if more year. If you're the owner, you you make him hire Trey Lance. You give him the the year to figure it out, and then you let him go, and you bring in a, a better coach. Make him hire Trey Lance. They already him. drafted him. Who's that? They already have. They already have Trey Lance. No, I'm saying, yeah, you hired them, and then now you tell them they have to leave the year. Uh, I'm not giving you another year to to see if Trey Lance works next year. No, you've had enough time. You've had you've had six failed football seasons. Uh, we're done. See ya. Peace. Well, I don't have a problem with that, but you, Trey Lance was never going to play. He was never going to be that good this year. He had played, first of all, he played, what, North Dakota State, uh, played one game all of his last year in college, and then came to the pros. And he was going to need some time. Josh Allen, very similar, except he got to play his whole college, his last college uh, year. So I feel like those two are very similar. They didn't get the proper coaching until they came to the NFL, just because you're not going to, nothing wrong with North Dakota State, but you're just not going to get the proper coaching. And then he's got a lot of the physical traits that you want, but he it's going to take some time. And, didn't uh, Carson Wentz go to a Super Bowl as rookie year? No, Carson Wentz From didn't. North Dakota State? He never went to he went never went to a Super Bowl. No, he was the second first pick in the draft. He didn't or first or second pick in the draft. They didn't go to a Super Bowl the first year. He he. I don't think he did. He don't didn't actually play in the Super Bowl. Nick Foles did because he got he didn't injured. play in it, but he got him there. But he got him. There. He did well, but it wasn't the first year. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'll go look okay. into it, but I'm almost positive. Because I can swear that was four years ago, and he's like on year five. He got his re up last year. Oh, maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, yeah, I'm almost positive it wasn't his rookie year. Uh, yeah. Going, moving on. Uh, so the Bears would have needed 11 points. The total score was 55, so it was under. Neither of us got that, but I did get the 49ers. Uh, moving on because we are contractually obligated. Jags at Seahawks. The Jags are getting three and a half. The over under is 44. Um, I thought. What were you thinking? I thought Geno Smith. That's what I was thinking. Um, that, that was a dumb thought. We mo- both made this. I, I I still don't think it's a. Geno Smith had one good. Ge- he no one saw Geno Smith going to play like Geno Smith did. I, uh, I did if he's playing the Jags defense. Yeah, Jags had kind of been. I don't know. It's still terrible. It, they're awful. They're terrible. Yeah, they're not great. Well, they've got a bad coach. I don't know how much longer. He sticks They're around. Worst. Uh, Geno Smith, 20 for 24, 195 yards, two touchdowns. Trevor Lawrence on the other side, 32 for 54, 238 yards, one touchdown, one interception. That poor guy, they got to get a new coach in there just to help him because I think he's going to be special. He just needs some help. Um, James Robinson was injured during this, um, and I don't know. It says he was questionable to return against the Seahawks, but he didn't return. Um, suffered a bruised heel. So I don't, I don't know how long he'll be out with that, but something to definitely keep your eye on. Carlos Hyde came in for 9 for 32, which is not great either. I mean, neither had a good rushing game. Chris Carson looks like he might be out for an extended period. Alex Collins doesn't look good, 10 for 44. Um, yeah, both these teams are going to be, they're going to suffer uh, with that, especially without Russ, Russell Wilson coming back for a little while. I still don't have a problem Agreed. taking. I don't know. We both made this a confidence pick. The final score was seven to thirty-one Seahawks. Um, so the the Jags would needed twenty-four instead of the three and a half they got, and the total score was thirty-eight. Um, so you got the under, and uh, 
you, you kind of killed you me on that one. You were confident in the Jags. I oh. made it a confidence pick. Oh. I was. It's not that I was confident in the Jags. I was. I had just seen Geno Smith play before. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Patriots at the Chargers. Patriots are getting four and a half. Over-under is 39 and a half. We both took the Chargers because they should have won. Uh, we both took the under because it, it, it should have been a low-scoring game for the Chargers, but still beatable. Uh, we got none, neither of those right. Final score is 27 to 24. The Patriots win. The Chargers would have needed three points. And the total score is 51, just over the 49 and a half. I don't know what you do with the Chargers. Well, Herbert's statistically been the worst quarterback in the entire NFL over the last three weeks. He has been bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's actually statistically been worse than Davis Mills. Uh, that tells you all you need to know about that guy right now. Uh, it's not good. Uh, Sam Darnold is the other one. He's the third worst. Um, so, yeah, man, it's uh, it's not impressive. Uh, what Herbert's doing, and I don't know if it's the OC, I don't know if it's something going on, but he's got all his weapons healthy that he, that he's going to have access to, you know, uh, this year. Um, I don't know what else he needs to click. It's just a, uh, it's just your sophomore slump, I guess. Um, it happens a lot in the NFL, but uh, usually not to a quarterback that had such a good year the year before. I mean, this is this is really shocking to see this. Now it's only three a three game stretch. He had a pretty good week the week before that, but he hasn't been great all year. Mm-hmm. He hasn't shown the greatness that he showed before all year. And so was that that it, nobody had game tape on him and it was a COVID year. So there was like really hard to get more game tape on him even through the season. He played most and now of the they game. figured him out. He played most of the season. I think he, the only games he didn't play were the first three and then Tyrod got injured. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. It's uh, it's weird that, uh, that the defensive coordinators have figured him out so well, even with great weapons all around him, that, that he's just totally ineffective. Uh, but, you know, uh, you doubt Bill Belichick, that's what you get. Uh, the dude can win games he's not supposed to win. That's just who he is. Um, he's he's brilliant. His defense is really solid. Uh, his, uh, his Mac Jones has been playing pretty darn solid. And, and he doesn't even have to be amazing. I mean, you and I were just like, I know Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith doesn't don't sound like the biggest names to a lot of people, but that that was two huge gets. It and, is, uh, but they're and, not and, using them. I mean, they have a combined three catches. They this are. Pe- they're this just pass. not using them for for a hundred yard ga- uh, games apiece. But they're they're using them on third downs. They're using them in the end zone. They're using them uh, when they really need to move the chains and and ways you wouldn't expect them to. I mean, Jonu Smith on a jet sweep and 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 Hunter Henry carried a ball. <laughs> carried him all the other day. I mean, uh, so that, I mean, they they he uses him in unique ways that throw defenses of off, th- throw defenses off, and make it just really hard to game plan against him. And and he's good at it. And he beat the Chargers. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. and he traveled cross country to do it. I yeah. mean, it's the dude is the dude is amazing. Yeah. You know, a lot of it was Brady, but a lot of it was Belichick. <laughs> Um, yeah, Herbert, 18 for 35, 223 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions, one of which is a pick six. Both interceptions interceptions by Adrian Phillips had a huge game. Um, yeah. We had talked previously about who are they going to take away, Mike Williams or Keenan Allen? Well, they took away Mike Williams, and that helped Keenan Allen have a big game. Six for 77 and a touchdown. Um, Austin Eckler returns after a down week with uh, 11 for 64 and a touchdown on the ground. 
and then six for 60 through the air, as Austin Eckler does. Uh, Asante Samuel went out in this game with a concussion. That is a big deal. He's been one of the best rookies uh, this year. I was high on him going into the draft. You you said, no, he's too small. He's too small, Dan. I said, he's too mean, Andy. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to do with the Patriots for the rest of the season. This is, and this is such a weird division. Uh, you've got, right now, the Raiders are ahead 5-2. to two. Uh, Are the Chargers 4-4? Four to four? Let me make sure this is updated. The, the Raiders are wildly unimpressive this year, and yet in the lead in this division, mm-hmm. that is just insane. Uh, yeah, we'll get more into that later, but yeah, that's, uh, that's unreal. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Chargers at four and three, Chiefs at four and four, but they they do not look good. The Broncos at four and four. Uh, they just traded Von Miller to the Rams for a second and third, so they're having a fire sale. I think I would not be shocked if Teddy Bridgewater got traded uh, pretty shortly. I think they're the, trying to the Saints. They have Kyle Fuller, right? Who has Kyle Fuller? The Broncos. Uh, Broncos. Yeah, are they trying to trade him? Yeah, Kyle Fuller's on the block right now. Okay, that, so is Kareem so Jackson. He's well. He's like thirty-eight. Uh, yeah, I think Bridgewater to <laughs> New Orleans kind of makes sense now with the uh, with Jameis Winston out. We'll kind of get into that a little that bit later. Does. Uh, let's move on to the Washington Football Team versus the Denver Broncos. Speaking of which, oof, this is these are two teams that I just don't care about. Um, one is having a fire sale. The other one should have a fire sale, but. Man, even the the young talent, they have a lot of young talent, but they can't do anything. The offensive line's so bad that defense, which was the basis of their entire team last year, has fallen apart. Um, that's the part that's shocking to me. Yeah, is that that defense could fall apart with the players it has on it? I mean, we, we knew we knew the secondary was awful. We said that going into the season, uh, there was no. I mean, uh, Josh Norman, I think, was there last year, was their best corner, and he was not that great. He was so bad that Carolina cut him, um, and, he, and even he's gone. I mean, and then I think there was another injury to a, another mediocre corner, so they have they have nothing. Uh, but the front seven not being able to do anything to to make up for that is just surprising to me, especially since their offense is actually sustained drives. Yeah, I mean they shouldn't. They haven't played exhausted all the time. They've 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 had successful drives all over the place, and yet still. The defense is terrible. I mean, there's there's no scenario where it makes sense that they're this bad. Yeah, they even added to it. They brought in Jameen Davis at linebacker, and I thought he was going to yeah. be. I thought that was going to make things huge. Uh, no, they have Kendall Fuller, uh, William Jackson, Landon Collins. It's not a terrible secondary. That's not a terrible secondary, especially when be. you have that pass rush. I forgot they added William Jackson, actually. So, yeah. yeah, that shouldn't... Uh... It should not be this bad. It really should, especially on the games where their offense is effective. You know, if, if their offense was just putting up goose eggs and they were exhausted all game, okay, I get it. Like like we've said, it doesn't matter how good you are. If, uh, if you're exhausted on defense, you just can't play. You're going to give up 21 points in the second half every game. And uh, But that's not the case for them. So it's just confounding. And, and uh, they are apparently, the Washington football team is in talks to try to add Mitch Trubisky. So they want to pick him up to play QB for the rest of the year. That's weird because I thought Fitzmagic. I think he's doing fine. 
Trubisky. I mean, I'd be interested to see what he's like with them, just because I don't think I, I think Nagy ruins coach uh, QBs. But I thought Fitzmagic was scheduled to come back along with Logan Thomas fairly soon. It doesn't look like it. And and then what's what's weird is I mean I just don't think Heineke has been the problem. Yeah. Not saying he's great. Not saying stick with Heineke. Like I'm not going that route at all. But I'm just saying he just doesn't seem to have been the problem. The problem yeah. is the defense. Uh, I don't see how Trubisky, you know, gets you anything. What's he worth? Three extra points a game? Uh, if maybe yeah, I don't see him, a big that. difference between him and Heineke. Yeah, unless he can pass block or pass rush, yeah. I don't really see the need for him. Um, yeah, I mean they should have traded for Melvin Ingram, or they should have traded for you know some of these other guys like Merciless or Aminahu that have been picked off of teams. You know what they need to go after is Kyle Fuller. Yeah, yeah, you could have Kyle and Kendall. Uh, Jerry Judy returned to this game for receptions for 39 yards, one rush for zero yards. Uh, but boy, he was the best receiver on that team. Gross. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, Bucks at Saints. The Bucks were. What a game. Do what? The night game, yes. What a game. Uh, no, that wasn't the night game, that was the afternoon game. Saints are getting four and a half, the over under is 49 and a half. We both took bucks. I took over. You took under. Uh, the Saints win. They end up winning 36-27. to 27, So the Bucks would have needed nine points, and the total score is 64, so it was over. But neither of us got this. This was one of your confidence picks. Uh, Tom Brady, I mean, he ended up having an overall pretty good game, but it, he does not like pressure. Uh, 28 for 40, 375 yards, four touchdowns, Two interceptions. Jameis Winston, six for ten with one touchdown before tearing his ACL. He was looking pretty pretty good, too. Uh, he was looking really good. Yeah. He was having a revenge game. Yeah, yeah. It was a former team. Rushed four times for 40 yards. Uh, Trevor Simeon comes in, 16 for 29, 159 yards and a touchdown. Uh, one sack. They gave up one sack, whereas Tom Brady got sacked three times. It was pressured quite a bit. That, that Saints defense is tough, man. They are... They're good. I can't understand how they put points on the board, though. I, I, th- I'm telling you that of all teams, of all teams, that's the one that needs one of the big three QBs. If I mean, they would be unstoppable with a with a real QB. They that team is so good, and and uh, their OC slash head coach John Payton is so great at at making something out of nothing. If you, I mean, Drew Brees the last two years, let's face it, he didn't have the arm anymore. He was accurate. He made some pretty good decisions, but he couldn't throw the ball downfield at all. Yeah. And kind of like Peyton Manning his last year or two. And, uh, but Sean Payton just knew how to scheme things up. And, man, if you gave a Sean Payton, uh, uh, just Sean Watson, uh, uh, Russell Wilson. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That guy would do things. <laughs> he would do fun things on football fields that I would pay to watch. Uh, and uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think they will. It seems like they're not going to make a move at quarterback right now, which is just bonkers because Winston's on IR. Like he's officially hurt. He, he tore his ACL and he hurt his MCL too. Yeah. Oh no, uh, he's not coming back this year. Yeah, he's done. So you're 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 saying I'm okay with Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon? Oh, no, no. Well, Taysom <laughs> Hill is in concussion in protocol as well. What's that? Uh, Taysom Hill's in. Pro- uh, concussion protocol right now. Okay, so it's just Trevor Simeon, and you were in a true. They have a shot, like they're in their window 
the Bucks are really, really good, but they have a shot. They beat them. They, or I'm sorry, did they beat them? Yeah. Yeah, they beat them. Yeah. So, man, why you wouldn't get a better quarterback and go ahead and solidify your team with you know eight weeks left, nine weeks left before the uh, uh, playoffs start? It's just crazy to me. I mean, yeah, maybe Teddy B, maybe that might be a good fit, but uh, God, you got you got a few hours left. <laughs> go get uh go get two um, the problem the problem they have though is cap they don't have any cap space yeah they're gonna have to trade a player to get a player they're gonna have to trade some cap space away but i think they can survive it i really do if they get a good know. enough qb they're so hindered by the michael thomas contract um i don't even know when he's expected to come back i thought he was going to come back week eight i think they go into the bye this week so maybe coming back week nine but we, we haven't really heard anything I don't know that he's been practicing. Uh, their top receiver, receivers right now are Garrett Griffin, Traquan Smith, Alex Arma with the touchdown. Um, yeah, they're doing it without Gear- Kevin White. Kevin White had a catch for 38 yards. I didn't know that guy was still in the league. Man, with the rise of Paulson Adebo uh, and, and Bradley Roby be- being over there, uh, I'd trade Marshawn Lattimore and, a, and an O-lineman and a couple picks to get to Sean Watson and win the Super Bowl. I mean, that's – they really could. They could They could win. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that, they wouldn't be that big of a drop because they've got two other good corners. They've got plenty of O-linemen that are solid. Uh, and then that cap space of losing those two guys would help offset the Watson. Man, I uh, – crazy. But uh, they're so close, man. I just – I don't think long-term they can beat the Bucks this year. Yeah. Yeah, the Bucks are going to get some – I guess they're going to try and get some secondary. They trade for Richard Sherman. I'll tell you what, I think they go make a move for a, a corner here pretty quickly. Uh, I think they are Because they are – that is where they're getting killed. The, you can't run on them. Uh, their linebackers are also pretty injured. They're, they're going to get those guys back soon too. So I think it's injury. I think they're going to get healthy at the right time. They're one game ahead of the Saints right now, and I believe they play them – I believe they play them one more time. I have to look into that. Uh, let's move on to the night game. Cowboys at Vikings. The Cowboys getting two and a half. The over-under is 53. I took the Vikings and over. I didn't think they would win, but I thought it'd be a close game. You took the Cowboys and over. And it was a close game. 20-16 to 16 Cowboys. The Vikings are not a bad team. They play good teams close, but uh, they, they couldn't afford to give it up. Oh, man, the Cowboys were getting two and a half. I don't know what I was thinking on that. I guess I did think the Vikings were going to win. Uh, they would have needed four points. The total score is 36, so it was under. This wasn't the high-scoring game we thought it was. It's, uh, you know what? I don't know. Could you sit Dak for two more weeks? Uh, Cooper Rush looked pretty good, and I think coming up they have pretty easy, pretty easy schedule for the next two games. Let me go look and see what those are. They have the Broncos and the Falcons, and they play the Chiefs. Boy, I don't know if you need them against the Chiefs. All three are beatable. Uh, Chiefs, I think they do need they do need Dak. Yeah, but the rest, yeah, I think they can win with Cooper Rush. I mean, he had what was it, three hundred and twenty-five yards uh, passing. Yeah, I mean the dude was the dude was solid, and and is what the weapons around him are are solid everywhere you look. Um, his running back was a. Uh, as effective as he needed to be <laughs> is, I guess, the best way to put it. His defense has been playing solid. Um, yeah, man, I, 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 
I really like him. Uh, I, I think he can handle another couple games against bad teams. You know what I mean? And then and then bring Dak back for the Chiefs uh, the third week. Yeah, I don't blame you. He's not going to have Von Miller pass rushing for the Broncos. And the Falcons, uh, they don't have Calvin Ridley. Now they have Kyle Pitts. And as we saw last week, they can just sit on Kyle Pitts and they can't. The Falcons struggle to do anything. Uh, yeah, Cooper Rush, 24 for 40, and, 325 yards, two touchdowns and interception. Uh, on the other side, yeah. Kirk Cousins in primetime continues to not show up. 23 for 35, 184 yards, one touchdown. Yeah, it's uh, you take away one of those receivers and there weren't a lot of options, but there should have been. There should have been plenty. They have Osborne's really come up. Jefferson's been great. Thielen's still Thielen. Conklin's uh, been playing Cook pretty good. What's that? Conklin's been playing playing pretty good as well. Yeah, and and so it, it's yeah, very odd, very odd that they didn't show up. But the Cowboys, just, I'm just saying, they're they're a Super Bowl team. And like we said, if they if Rush loses one of the next two games before the Chiefs, it's not going to kill them. They have a three game lead in the division, and it's going to grow. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna lead by five games in the division by the time they clinch. So uh, I don't think it hurts them to to bench Dak another week or so. Yeah. Weeks. Yeah, I'm sure they'd like to get that one seed because right now the top team, Packers are seven and one, Buccaneers six and two, Rams and Cardinals both seven and one, and then the Cowboys at six and one. So I think I mean they're definitely going to win that division. The closest is the Eagles at three and five, and they're putrid. Yeah. Uh, and then Washington Football Team and Giants both terrible. So they're definitely going to win the division. But yeah, let Dak rest, man. Let I mean. At this point, especially against those bad teams, why not? Why? Because if he gets injured even worse and you don't have him for the playoffs, you're boy, I would hate to face that music if you're the coach. Yeah, Cooper Rush is not a playoff quarterback. <laughs> like, like I'm talking him up against bad teams, but he can't get you into the playoffs no matter how good that team is. You, you No reason to risk Dak right now, especially against the next two teams. Yeah. Uh, a couple of tough injuries in that game. Tyron Smith went out with uh, an ankle issue, and then Trayvon Diggs with an ankle sprain. Doesn't say if it's a high ankle or not, but those are two big issues if it's your starting left tackle and you're possibly the best defensive player on your team. And that's saying a lot because there are some good defensive players on there. Absolutely. Uh, uh, real Cox went out in the third quarter with the knee issue, the rookie linebacker. Um, I mean, it's not what you want, but that's not the worst. They should be able to heal up pretty quickly. That's all I got for those guys. That's all we need. All right. <laughs> Let us move on since we started recording this Monday, but uh, it has slipped into Tuesday, to the New York Giants and the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, this is... I, I mean, I called it. Uh, the Giants are getting nine and a half. The over/under is fifty-two and a half. I took Giants and over. You took Chiefs and over. Uh, neither of us got the over. I did make this a confidence pick, and the Chiefs end up winning twenty to seventeen in a close game. So the Giants only needed three, and the total score was thirty-seven. Yikes! That's yeah. This is a game that made me say, "Why the face?" It was. Uh, <laughs> It was horrendous. It, it, Mahomes, Mahomes solidifying that he is a big part of the issue is not something I could have ever seen coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, you can have sure some of those interceptions have not necessarily been his fault. 
I saw one of them got batted up really high into the end zone. And somebody else was able to jump and grab it. Uh, I know last week there was one where he was trying to force something, which was totally his fault, uh, as he was being tackled and trying to like shovel pass and throws it right into the defender. Uh, but uh, a lot of this has just been bad decision making and errant throws by by Mahomes, and, and I don't know what causes that. I mean, you know what I mean? Like what what he's in year four. Right. Yeah. Uh, of, of actually playing, uh, like year four. I think year five of his career, but year four of playing. And and uh, what makes you just step so far back out of nowhere? Uh, I guess. I mean, his tackles are fine. They're not as great as they were, uh, but they're they're playing fine. Uh, uh, he's got a pretty year. good offensive line, man. I don't know if you can put it on that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And that would have been the only excuse you would. I mean, that's the only thing to change from last year was your right left tackle. And the left tackle, Orlando Brown, has been playing pretty decent. The right tackle, I think, from what I hear, has been playing okay. Not well, great, Lucas okay. Nyang came in uh, because who was it? Who was their right tackle? They got injured. Kyle? No, I can't uh, remember Eric, who it was. Uh, but Lucas Nyang, who was a Lucas Nyang, who was a third round pick last year um, oh. at a TCU. And then they, they, they improved the interior. They got Creed Humphrey and Trey Smith, who we were both high on. And then they got Joe Thune, who might have been the best guard in mm-hmm. the draft. They also have a Lauren Duvernay-Tardif, which I don't know. I mean, if, the NFL. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Who they got back this year after ta- he, he uh, took a year off for COVID. But, yeah, it's not the offense. One of the big things is that the the – Chiefs were, for the longest time, they liked the big yardage play. They got Tyreek Hill, they've got Travis Kelsey, so they like to bomb it down for those deep plays. Well, a lot of teams are saying, all right, we're going to shut down the deep plays, we're going to give you uh, checkdowns, we're just going to give you checkdowns. And Mahomes seems to struggle with that. He either holds on to the ball for too long, or he tries to force the long plays and, and struggles to do the checkdowns. And that might be something that they're going to have to worry on and start dinking and dunking until they can make people respect the underneath. Yeah, I, I agree with you. It's uh, it's concerning. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't know how an elite QB like this just has such a bad year out of nowhere. There, there must be something else going on. Yeah, uh, so me- you're right. They'll have to fix what they can fix. And, uh, yeah, I mean, their defense being as god-awful as they are, they added Melvin Ingram, so that's good news. But uh, he's not the world beater he was either. Yeah, um, he's old. So I don't know. What's that? He's old now. Yeah, he's older. He's, he's like 29? No, he's in his 30s. Oh, is he? Melvin okay. Ingram? Yeah, so, let me show you what you got for him. But, yeah, he's in his 30s. Okay. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know that that's going to change that drastically. And they're not getting Kyle Fuller or Kareem Jackson in their division. So, uh, you know, traded to them. So, I don't know that they have a lot of options either. So, they're... I, they're not, I, are they going to miss the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Melvin, Melvin Ingram is thirty-two. Wow. Yeah, they're going to. If the Chiefs miss, miss the playoffs, that'll be the biggest surprise of the year. Yeah. I don't, yeah. No one would see. I, a lot of people had them winning the Super Bowl. I mean, let, let me tell you what's even shot more shocking odds. If I told you to be in the year, that that the odds that I give you a twenty to one uh, payout if. Uh, if the Chiefs don't make the playoffs, you would already tell me I was I was a dirty liar, and you would you know what I mean. You would have laughed at me if I then said I'll double up on it that uh, 
they don't make the playoffs and Mahomes is healthy. <laughs> yeah. Because you'd immediately say the only way they don't make the playoffs is a hurt Mahomes. Yeah. Nope. Nope. He's healthy and they're not making it. Wow. I mean, this is like this just shows you the importance of defense and how people have devalued the defense in the NFL these days. That, I mean, Deshaun Watson, number three receiver, uh, quarterback in the NFL last year, four wins. You know, Mahomes is, is Patrick Mahomes. They're not going to the playoffs. Like you can't have it for last. They're tied with the Broncos for last place in their division. Yeah, it's just wild. Wild, man. Uh, We did have a prop bet of Mahomes over or under one and a half interceptions. You took the under. It was a good call. He threw one interception to match his one touchdown. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a tough one. Um. Tyreek Hill with a huge game, 12 for 94 and a touchdown. Travis Kelsey kind of taken out, 4 for 27. It's it's not great. Darrell Williams actually had a pretty decent game. I mean, only 49 yards on the ground, but 61 yards of the air. For for a Chiefs running back, that's pretty good. They don't tend to do much. It's a This was a tough week. This was a tough week for the teams and for us. Let's give a shout-out to Vegas for uh, four games. That were within one point of the spread. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. They that's who really won this week was Vegas. <laughs> yeah, they won a lot. That is all we've got for our wrap up show. We'll be back on Friday to predict everything for week nine. Can you believe it's week nine already? The week nine season. Uh, we will I'm see you rooting then. for it to go as fast as I can. <laughs> Do what now? I said I'm suddenly rooting for it to go as fast as I can now that Watson's not traded. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's still football. It's still just football, which is nice. All right. Until then, we'll see you next time. Catchphrase. Woody retort.